Super Talk Mississippi media production. What's the key to discovering delectable dining? Find something that sizzles. A time-tested favorite. A feast for your eyes and palate. And a dining experience handled with care. In Vicksburg, the key to the South. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian, hey, Dad, and Robbie Falk here with you on a Friday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It'd be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in St. Martin. Oh yes, that would be weird. I do think the the, the brew Luxy Brewport Ocean Brew. Brew yeah, there, there's a ton. Of, there's a ton of uh, options there on the coast. They, they need to get down there on the coast. That you know, people need to start their day. They need their coffee. Brew. Exactly. It's such a laid back atmosphere down there. I mean, they Absolutely. need some coffee. I agree. I agree with you 100%. Wherever you are in our great state, if you can't make it to Starkville or Tupelo in the morning, and you want strange brew coffee, it's just a click away. Go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and order it to be delivered to your house. Uh, they've got every kind of every kind of coffee machine that makes coffee. They've got you covered at strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. Check out their two locations in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always just shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Great selection of polos, pullovers, T-shirts, hats, Everything, stuff for the ladies, stuff for the kids, and, of course, stuff for your home and your car and your tailgate as well. They've got it all. If it's got MSU, it's at College Corner. Restaurant Tyler, Startville's flagship restaurant, the best restaurant in town. Simple as that. Or whatever kind of meal you're looking for, if you want simple country cooking for lunch, they've got you. But if you want five-star white tablecloth dining at, uh, at night, well, they've got you covered there, too. So whatever meal you're looking to eat, Eat it at Restaurant Tyler, and I promise you'll have a great, great experience every single time. Priority One Bank, Central Mississippi's bank of the people. They are the ones you need to talk to when you are trying to find a bank that suits your needs the best. 16 locations throughout Central Mississippi, so they're conveniently located. Their Priority One Bank app, streamlined, easy to use, and allows you to do a lot more than just check your accounts. And best of all, each bank is local, and they make their own local decisions when it comes to making a loan. So you don't have to worry about somebody you know, up the chain making a, a decision for you. It's going to be the guys you have a relationship with. We talk about eat local. We talk about do business local. Banking local is also very, very important. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. This is a absolutely huge weekend for Mississippi State sports, Robbie. Absolutely huge. We've got, you know, we'll start with women's basketball. And we got to give a disclaimer. As we are recording here on a Friday afternoon, Mississippi State has not played its game against Texas A&M. So we're going to make an assumption here 
And we know how that goes. I know what assumption is. Great. Mississippi State's going to lose Texas A&M. Thanks a lot, Brian. You know, you could have been supportive there. You could have, you know, just been like, yeah. I mean, we could do the show tonight, Robbie. Jeez, please. But anyway. I'm blaming you. Okay, it's fine. You know what? If they lose, they lose. There's more rest for the NCAA tournament. <laughs> but if they do win, they will play the Ole Miss Rebels on, on Friday. And then Friday, we have the first of three games at the Frisco Classic for baseball. Ohio State, then Oklahoma, and then Cal. And then, of course, Saturday evening, 7.30 tip in Nashville, the biggest game of the season for Mississippi State basketball as they try to put their final statement forward and and make it a done deal that they will be in the NCAA tournament and they take on the Vanderbilt Commodores. We'll start with the ladies. Like I said, they're going to make an assumption they can beat a Texas A&M team that has not been, you know, frankly, has not been very good this year. Um, you and I talked about this a little bit yesterday. State, state's in regardless. They're going to play in the NCAA tournament. But there is something to be said about, you know, if you're Sam Purcell in your first year, you you really don't want to lose to Ole Miss three times. Right. Yeah, you need to win this uh, game, and assuming they've won the A&M game, and that's not a given. Yeah. A&M is – they have – they've beaten three SEC teams this year as A&M, but it's not really indicative of how good that team could be. <clears throat> they have the talent. They have a, a solid coach in Johnny Taylor – um, Sydney Bowles, the freshman that I think is going to be really good. She's starting to really figure it out. So that's a dangerous team. They gave Mississippi State a scare in Starkville. So I'm not assuming that that's uh, a win. But if Mississippi State does win that game, that Ole, that Ole Miss game is really important. And if you are going to go on a winning streak here, you need to make a run to the championship because you really need to get out of that 8-9 matchup if that's where you're going to fall. If you lose today, I feel like you you might end up being if you lose to A and M, might end up being a ten C, which that might even be any, even better for state. Uh, so I don't I don't think it's the end of the world if they lose to A and M. But if you win, you almost want to make a big run here and, and try to improve your seating as much as you can. And I don't winning it all, you might could get in that seven spot. It's, it's going to be kind of tough, but uh, they're going to have to rack up some wins here, which they would be. Ole Miss, which would be a quad one. They would beat South Carolina, which would be a quad one. And then they would beat um, maybe LSU if they play in the championship game. Right. That's assuming they win the whole thing. So, at that point, I mean, this is just playing, you know, hypothetical, like greatest case scenario ever. That that would improve your seating pretty uh, pretty well. But, um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You really need to – to win these first two, to beat A&M, to beat Ole Miss, just to get yourself a lot of momentum going into the NCAA tournament. And like you said, you don't want to lose to Ole Miss three times. Uh, so th- it, this is an important couple of days for State if they can beat A&M. Yeah, I, I agree. I, you know, Making a run to the championship, I mean, that, that's going to be a very tall order when you're talking about having to, to play South Carolina. But we'll see how, how it turns out. But, I, you know, for Mississippi State – I haven't looked at the ladies' bracketology recently. About where are they predict, projected to be seated in the NCAA tournament? They've been, in the last week or so, they've been the nine seed. Yeah. Um, and they were predicted to go to um, Utah in the latest projections, Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. which is the number one, which is the number one seed. So if you're right. an eight or a nine, you're going to go to the number one for the first two rounds. Is that, U- is that University of Utah? <clears throat> Yes. Okay. Yes. So, um, you know, that's that's going to be a tough draw. 
Yeah. It might be better for state to lose to A&M, maybe fall to a 10. I mean, that you're, you're looking at a very similar situation with the men. Yeah. Um, in a lot of respects. Now they've been projected nine or 10 a couple of times. If they go on a little run, they might bump themselves into that spot. You would be better off being a 10 or 11 really than being an eight or a nine. Yeah. So, um, I'm interested to see that Charlie cream said last week against when Mississippi State was playing LSU that they were locked in to the NCAA tournament. The, you know, the best case for them would have been beating LSU and then making a run to Sunday and moving into the seven range, mm-hmm. um, losing to LSU and then losing to A&M might have them at 10 or 11. Okay. So uh, that's kind of where they are right now. I would be shocked if they don't make it in. Yeah, I think they're they in. should be uh, firmly in. And A&M's going to be a bad loss if they lose that game. Yeah. But I don't think it's going to be enough to knock them out. Well, we'll see. We should, should, we, should we just have future Brian come in and talk about that? I don't know. But you know what? We're just, we're just going to let it ride. We're gonna let it Just ride. let it ride. If you're if you're wrong, you're wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah. On the men's side, uh, Mississippi State Vanderbilt this Saturday. Like I said, you know that Mississippi State. I think they're in right now. I think that they're in the field of 64. They a, a loss might put them into the field of 68, and and then just put them in a situation where they really need a one win in that in the SEC tournament. To, to, to just square everything away. But a win here on Saturday, and I think State is in that same spot you just sort of described for the women. Locked in, no matter what happens in the SEC tournament, they're good. Um, tough news for Vanderbilt, who got a huge win last night. And this is one of those things I don't understand. I I, I don't understand the net, and I, I, wish, I wish there was a little bit more explanation. So Vanderbilt goes on the road and beats Kentucky, a quad, that's a quad one win, and they only jump up one point. They went from 85 to 84. State wins at home against a quad four team and drops five spots. I don't understand why one game holds so much more weight than the other. So, But that's just me. Um, but the tough news for Vanderbilt is they suffered an injury to their star player, Liam Robbins, who's averaging about 16 points a game uh, this year. Jerry Stackhouse, after the game, said they expect him to be out for the season. That's a big blow for Vanderbilt, especially when you're talking about the guy who would have, in all likelihood, been responsible for guarding the paint against Tolu Smith. When, when did he get hurt last? Last night. He got hurt. And he was hurt earlier he was this hurt year, early, too. He was hurt earlier this year, and then he, he suffered a leg injury last night early into that game. So Vanderbilt was able to win the game without his services. So that's a, you know that's that's something where you look at him and you, you look at Vanderbilt. And you, Vanderbilt's just playing well right now. Stackhouse has got that program going in the right direction. If they had been better earlier in the season, they would be an absolute no-doubt lock, not only to be in the NCAA tournament, they'd be like a, a sixth seed right now, but they have so many bad losses early. They have, I think, a loss to Grambling, which is just it's inexcusable to lose to a SWAC team when you're an SEC team. And they lost yeah. to Southern Miss, which I know Southern's been a good team this year, but by the net, that's now a quad three loss for them. So those are just bad losses, and that's holding Vanderbilt's resume down. If they beat Mississippi State, though, they're going to have a double bye in the NCAA tournament. So they they could still find their way in, I think, just because it would be really weird for an 11-win SEC team to not get in. But I, I don't think they're getting in. 11-7 in the conference, and that's not enough. That's that's tough, man. I understand they, they had a bad non-conference, but, man. Well, didn't State have like 10 wins a few years ago? I can't remember. They had a good conference season and didn't get in. A few years ago. Well, no, that was the uh, the year that the tournament got canceled. 
Yeah, but but they weren't they were, even like they were, they were going to have to win a game or two. Well, that's they the, weren't in going into the SEC. I agree. They weren't in going into the SEC tournament. They weren't in. Yeah, and they had this. It was the same kind of situation in that they they had they were bad in the non conference. Yeah, they were. Awesome. They were eleven. They had eleven wins. Then they had so, twelve, didn't they? And yeah, you're. They were eleven and seven. Okay. So just like what Vanderbilt could be. Yeah. Let's see. They lost to. Um, lost to New Mexico State. Women that they lost to. Lost they lost to New Mexico State. They lost to. Uh, they lost to Villanova, which that wasn't a bad loss. No, Villanova Louisiana Tech, that wasn't a good loss. Yeah. And then they just had some losses yeah, so, in conference play. The same thing where they they lost that first game to a bad Ole Miss team up in Oxford. I mean, they just, yeah. you know, they, they it was just typical howling. But we'll see but what Vandy's happens. resume is worse this year than State's because State didn't have, like, the just brutal non-conference losses like they did. Right. This game on Saturday for Mississippi State – is everything. If they win this game, it is done. It's dusted. They will be in the NCAA tournament. If they lose, it's just going to be up in the air until we get to Selection Sunday. I would still lean towards them being in. I think the bracketology and all the predictions will still lean to them being in. But you got to wonder. And of course, at that point, if you're in that last four in kind of range, you know, you're looking around the nation at all the, de- the different conference tournaments. And if somebody steals a bid here or there, then you're in trouble. You know, if, if if a team comes out of nowhere to win over a team that's going to be in, then 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 you're in trouble. So this is a huge game for Mississippi State. They need to find a way to just remove all the doubt. They've been playing so well over the last uh, ten games, but at the same time, I and I, I really do believe this. I don't believe they they've peaked yet. I still I just feel like they're getting better and better each week. I thought the South Carolina game offensively might have been their one of their best games of the season. Defensively, though, it was it was just okay. They did enough to win, but they, they weren't dominant in, de, in, in, in on defense in that game. You know, with this game, Man, with I wonder. Go ahead. I wonder how. I wonder how. Like, and I'm not saying that they weren't motivated, but you know, you're playing a, a South Carolina team that, I, and I know, like, you had to win that ball game. You know, they were talking about that, but there had to have been letting off the gas a little bit coming to that ball game. You know, I mean, yeah, it's just, I mean, when you when you play a team like that, I mean, a lot of times it's hard to get fully motivated for that. They they obviously weren't completely locked in. I, I get that. I mean, there is always whenever you play the last place team, there's always going to be like that. And you know, the home crowd. I don't want to go too far into the 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 debate on that, but it wasn't a sellout or anything, so it wasn't like the home crowd was just carrying them along. Um. So I get some of that, but it, it, it was one of those things. Once they turned it on, South Carolina couldn't do anything with them. So if that's the case, great that you didn't play your best game mentally and you uh, were able to still get a, pro, a relatively easy win. That can't be the case this weekend. You have to be locked in going up to Vanderbilt because they are plenty capable of beating you, and this is the, this is the game that, that's going to determine – Almost everything for you. It's kind of it, it. Really is interesting to me how a week ago I I really had convinced myself that state just needed to beat South Carolina and that was it, and they would mm-hmm. be in. But then they dropped. You know they're down. They're they're back up a date uh, today. They're they're up to forty three as we sit here on a Thursday. Uh, then dropping like that in the net is scary. And it's possible that they'll go up another spot tonight and Friday as games get played. They could be you know up to forty two, forty one. 
when you play on Saturday, and in which case a win, a quad two win, would probably put you around 37 or so, and and you should feel very comfortable at that point. So uh, for State in this game, you know, it's going to be more of the same, right? With Robbins out, you got to feel they're going to really pound the ball inside of Tolu Smith uh, and and just continue to do the things that have worked for them all season long. Uh, that that arena, you know, always screws with people because of the way it's 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 configured, and you got the benches behind that. Chris Jansen, I don't know that he's ever coached in that arena before, so you know, it's, I should have. That's something I should have asked him about on on Wednesday night when I had him on Thunder Lightning. It was you know, is it how different is it coaching behind the basket? But we shall see how it goes. But this is a massive game for Mississippi State. Do you feel pretty confident the Bulldogs are going to walk out of Nashville with the win? I wouldn't say confident. I mean this this game for a few weeks has been worrisome because Vanderbilt has been playing better basketball. It's on the road. That's a difficult place to play when there's a good crowd there, and there should be a good crowd there. Uh, and we've seen some good Mississippi State teams get run out of that gym. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it helps not having Robbins in the lineup. Um, that's that's a guy that can do a lot of things for you. That's that's going to be tough for them. But um, – it's, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be a battle for State. And they've gone in there and won some big games. A couple of years ago, you know, Cam Matthews had some big plays down the stretch to win down there. Um, that's a place where Vanderbilt can get hot pretty quick, um, and you can go cold pretty quick. But State's got to come out and have a good start in that game, have a good first half, be within striking distance going in the second half, and anything can happen on the road. Um, and MSU's going on the road and – and played well a couple of times this year. The Arkansas game, I keep saying, if you can go into Arkansas and win a game, then you can win most places. Agreed. And I, I think that's the case here, too. If State wins this game, they are in the NCAA tournament. There's no doubt in my mind. You cannot deny them the NCAA tournament. You cannot tell me that they're not one of the top 64 teams, not just the top 68. They're the top. They're in the top 64 in my mind agreed, right now. Agreed. But you win this one, it's over. you got to put them in. Yeah, I agree with you 100 percent on that. That that, uh, that if they win, they're in. No questions asked. We'll see what happens. I I, I again, I'm kind of like you. I don't feel confident, but I feel like it, it trends towards Mississippi State, especially with Robbins out. I just I just don't see how Vanderbilt's going to be able to contend with Tolu Smith. But I will I will say this. I agree with one thing you said for sure. Better state teams than this have gone to Vanderbilt and lost, and that place yeah. has just been a house of horrors for State in the past. Uh, so but, we'll I mean, you what... take out you take out sixteen a game here, yeah, sixteen and seven. They have nobody rebounding more than five boards a game. Um, beyond that, they have nobody scoring more than than eleven points. Uh, Tyron Lawrence and everybody else is under ten a game. I mean, this is a game that that state can win, and they have to come out and play their best basketball. Don't turn the ball over. That was something that kept Ole Miss in the game in Oxford. You can't turn the ball over against teams that you should beat yeah. um, and teams that can beat you like Vanderbilt. That'll kill you. So you got to got to take care of the basketball, got to hit your free throws because you know they're probably going to get to the line because they should have the size advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, State State has got to play well in this game to win. The thing I noticed real quick, I mean, when you say it like that, it's something. I mean, Vanderbilt is only out-rebounding its opponents by one rebound a game, and you're taking seven rebounds a game out of the lineup. They're only yep. outscoring their opponents by 0. .2 points per game, and you're taking 15 points a game out of the lineup. And this is not a very good shooting team either. Only shooting 42% from the field, and Liam Robbins was shooting 50, 50 almost 51% from the 
from the field. He's also their second leading three point shooter uh, in terms of guys who have enough attempts. So, so he played twenty four minutes last night or some, uh, Wednesday night, and he only had two points and no rebounds. I don't think that's correct. Hold on a second. It can't be. It can't be right. It's so that's what he, it says on the box the, score, though. I thought he got hurt in the four, like four minutes in. It's got to be wrong, but that's what it says in the box score. Played twenty four minutes. That that can't be right. There's no way that he only shot two shots and didn't have a single yes. rebound. Unless he was just hobbling up and down the court. I I, I, I don't think that's correct. I, I, let me. Let me but find. it's if he did get hurt that early in the game, that's. Amazing they were still able to win that game at Rupp. Yeah. yeah. There's the recap here. And they sh- and they they shot then well they shot well in the second half. They shot forty five percent. Their recap doesn't say anything about when he got hurt. So anyway. Uh big game. Seven thirty tip. Nashville, Tennessee. And from there it's into the postseason. Mississippi State has to win. Simple as that. We'll see what happens uh, in Nashville this Saturday uh, at the uh, Memorial Gym. Let's move on into the uh, rest of the show. Let's talk some baseball here. And that's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef, it is what's for dinner. If you're thinking about cooking out this weekend, if you're looking for a uh, something to throw on the grill, why not make it beef, man? Why not head to your, your local grocery store or your local uh, meat market, your butcher shops, Grab some steaks, man. Grab some ribeyes or some fillets. Throw those on the grill. Everybody's going to be happy with you if that's what you're cooking up for dinner this Saturday or Sunday night. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked southern soul food. I I, I didn't make it there this week, and I am uh, uh, wondering what's wrong with me. I need to. I just need to go. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. For, maybe Friday lunch. You want to do lunch Friday? You want to, you want to, you want to, you want to get some lunch? You want to get some lunch? We'll Friday? see. We'll, we'll see some, what happens. Let's get us a little lunch. A little lunch. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Things. All right. All right. I like the sound of that. Good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. So you get, that's the thing with Robbie and these lunch invites. You got to be proactive. You got to get ahead of the game. Otherwise, he'll just go without you one day. And it's just, you know, he hurts your feelings. I just, sometimes I just... When I'm in Starville, I'm going just, to lunch, and you you're can, so popular. You can either go or not. You're just so popular. Well, no, I'm not that. And a lot of times, I'm. I think you're very either, popular it's today. Either you or, it's either the you or Molly. Oh, you think so? Oh yeah, they keep tweeting at you all morning. Is what I've heard. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, I cannot. I, I don't know what's happened, but every time I tweet something, this like spam porn account tweets mm-hmm. at me. Yeah. And I promise you, they this stuff is not on big timers. You know, like you and Brandon Walker. I never get that. I promise you, this stuff is not on my computer. We're not going to go down that path, but I, I promise you, there's nothing that nothing you know. A lot of times, thing. like a lot of times, like ads pop up based on what you're looking right, at. Right, right, right. This is not the case. I, I don't know where this is coming from. It's because they, they they go after it's those and like gambling guys. They go after bigger accounts. So when they tweet, they just you know reply and. How do I make it stop? I've blocked them all. Every time it pops up, and there's just another one that pops right behind. Block them. about fifteen thousand of your followers and just call it a day. Okay. Just well, I've already done. Them. I've pretty much already done that. Yeah. Well, we say all that to say that smoked wings and barbecue tacos are delicious, and we love them. 
So anytime you're in Starville, make sure you're headed to Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products, great services, what every business promises you. Advantage Business Systems, they have delivered it to you, and they've been doing it for 48 years. When you need technology for your business, call Advantage Business Systems. They've got all the top brand names and the great prices. And then if you need service, you talk to the same people who made you the sale. You don't talk to call centers from across the world. You don't have to set up an appointment with an out-of-state consultant who can be there week to 10 days. Talk to somebody in the state of Mississippi. And a lot of times your problems are going to get solved that very same day. That's the difference that Advantage Business Systems gives you. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Our friends at The Rogue have a special surprise for you guys. Shop online with their collegiate collection at therogue.com and all purchases can be 20% off with our new code. I love this code, Robbie. Hey, Dad, 20. They left you out. Congratulations. Yeah. Well, always get left out of these deals. No, you don't. You can use the deal. You can get it. You can get yourself a brand new Peter Millar or Horn Legend uh, polo or pullover. And it's 20% off with the code HeyDad20. And as a special gift, I'm going to allow Ole Miss and USM fans to use this code as well. How sweet. Uh, I never say I didn't give anything. They've got some great USM and, and Ole Miss gear. That's available to you. But, of course, they've got a ton of MSU stuff, and it's got the logo. The first thing, when you click on the Collegiate Collection, the first two polos or pullovers, State Script, M over S. They look great. They're going to feel great. Check them out. Use the code HEYDAD20. If you don't know how to spell HEYDAD at this point, I, don't, I, I can't help you. It's right there in the description of the podcast. So just, just go with that. HEYDAD20 at therogue.com. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Satisfy your sweet tooth at Dolce in Starkville, a great assortment of gelato. Take the kids there. Have a great time. And, of course, if you want to hit them up for breakfast, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they are open 8 a.m. with coffee, breakfast sandwiches, and, of course, bagels, including the Monster Junction sandwich we have described over the past two days, which you don't even need to drink coffee. If you just eat that sandwich, you'll get through your day no problem, no questions asked. The sugar rush on that thing will last you the whole, whole morning. No problem. So... When you want to have something sweet, when you want to give yourself a treat, head over to 509 University Drive to Dolce. All right, so looking into this tournament, Ohio State on the season is, uh, they're not good. They're three and five uh, on the year. A loss, they had lost two to Connecticut uh, in a four game uh, matchup down in Florida. Uh, then they went to Phoenix, Arizona for a tournament with Gonzaga and Grand Canyon. They dropped both games to Grand Canyon and dropped uh, one to Gonzaga. And now they take on Mississippi State on Friday night. I did also look at this pitcher. Isaiah Coopit is his name. Has been pretty good for Ohio State this year. Has uh, been their Friday night starter in both games. Um, is uh, one and one on the season. The one loss came in a game that he 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 they, they lost one nothing. So, I mean, really yeah. not a whole lot more he could have done there. So, one and one on the season with a gosh dog it, a .69 ERA. <laughs> I didn't know it was that. Uh, 13 innings pitched, 18 strikeouts, and only one walk. Sign this guy up. Get him in the portal. 18 yeah. strikeouts to one walk. Batter's hitting 152 against him on the young season. He has hit a batter and thrown a wild pitch. But he'll get the Friday night start uh, for Ohio State. In all likelihood, it's going to be Cade Smith from Mississippi State. As we're uh, doing the show here, they have not uh, released uh, that information as far as Mississippi State's starting rotation, but we'll see how that goes. 
So Ohio State three and five on the year. Oklahoma on the season is four and four. Uh, they started the season off with a three-game set with California Baptist and lost two out of three in there. One against Air Force uh, and then lost two out of three. I'm sorry, two out of four games in a uh, tournament out at Globe Life. Two to uh, one to Abilene Christian and one to Riders. So some really ugly losses for Oklahoma. Uh, early in the season. Cal, on the other hand, has been really good this year. They're 6-1 and one on the season. They started the year off taking two of three from Houston, uh, won a, a midweek game against Stanford, the current number, or, or at the time they were the number two team in the nation, and then they uh, swept through the Cal Baseball Classic last weekend, taking two from Cal Poly and one from Connecticut. A Sunday game against Connecticut was postponed, as was their midweek game this week against UC Davis. So uh, they'll be a well-rested team uh, when State plays them on, uh, I guess, on, on Sunday. So that's who state to is matching up with in these games. I feel like State's going to be playing with some confidence, playing with a little bit of momentum. But there's also the specter of, defensively, they have not been good this year. Pitching-wise, they haven't been great this year. They really need to come out and not only win, but get some clean games. If they get two wins this weekend, all is good. But they need to play clean baseball more than anything else, don't you agree? Yeah, this this Friday game is really intriguing to me. I mean, this is a game that Ohio State's not good. They're batting two sixty five. They're not a good offense. State should be able to be in that ball game most of the game. It worries you about this pitcher, lefty. State has State's had their struggles at times against these lefties. Um, and he's been dominant. He's been really the the one bright spot for this team so far. I mean, they haven't really played anybody that's very good, but he's come out and just shut down the, the two teams that he's pitched against. 13 innings, scattered seven hits. He's only given up one run. He struck out 18. He only walked one guy. And this team doesn't walk a, a lot of batters either. either. 31 uh, walks and 71 innings. Um, and you know, they have several guys with just a walk so far. So they're not going to make a ton of mistakes from a pitching standpoint. And they have nine errors, a fielding of uh, 970. So they've, they're, they've been better than State. But they're going to pitch it and defend it better than how State has done it. So for MSU, on the flip side, I feel like they're going to be able to manufacture some runs here or there offensively. The offense is too good not to find a way uh, to get some runs and some production here and there. For State, it's about throwing strikes because this team is not a team that I think is really going to kill you if you're pounding the strike zone. Throw strikes. Do not give them free bases. Do not give them opportunities to run. And don't give them the free bases with the defense either. State's going to have to defend and pitch well uh, in this game. And really, it's going to need to be that way all weekend. This, these are teams that can beat you if you give them those opportunities. And it's going to be a tougher game, I think, with each passing day. I think as each game comes, you're going to face a tougher opponent. I think Cal's probably – I give them the edge over Oklahoma right now because Oklahoma's mm-hmm. kind of in rebuilding mo- mode after last year. So State's just got to play good, sound defense and, and pitch it well, and I think they'll be okay. We and You and I agree that the starting rotation will probably be the same in this. It'll it'll be Kate Smith, Graham Intima. Landon Gartman. So how does Gerangelo Sanjay fit in for Mississippi State's plans this weekend? I think middle relief uh, to long relief. If somebody's struggling, he could come in there and be kind of a de facto 
give you kind of a de facto start. A guy that can, you know, if Cade Smith's not throwing strikes, maybe you can bring him in there and he can give you five, four or five innings. Um, I don't know. Uh, but it looks like he's probably going to be um, right now a bullpen piece for you unless they decide to to move him to the, to the starting rotation on the weekend. He looks like he's going to be an important part of the, the weekend as a uh, as a bullpen piece right now. And that's fine. If Kate Smith can get it going again and he's a guy that can, um, you know, give you some good starts, then that's fine. You have a good solid bullpen. Uh, I, right now, Intum is a guy that looks like he needs to be in the rotation uh, until proven otherwise. Landon Gartman's giving you two good starts. So those two guys you feel okay about until proven otherwise. Cade Smith, this is an important weekend for him. He can't come out and give you another three or four innings. You, you've got to get a good start from him. Yeah. And uh, in a game where you're going up against a pitcher that's struck out 18 and walked one in the first two ball games, the margin for error is very low. You can't come out and put your team in a hole. This guy's been able to shut down lineups. So uh, really need a good start out of Cade Smith. Do we know one way or the other any facts on Aaron Nixon? There's a lot of rumors going around that he's been injured. I don't have anything concrete as far as what the injury is, but I was just told the other night that it it was not serious. So mm-hmm. that's good news, um, and, and they're hoping to get him back in a week or two. So not this weekend, uh, was, but maybe next I, weekend. Doesn't doesn't appear that's going to be the case, and you know maybe Steve can ask that. Steve's down there this weekend. Maybe he can ask that question. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Um, little breaking news here: Jaquarius Spivey just committed to Mississippi State. Oh, look at that! Play the song. Play the song. All right, we'll do a little recruiting. We weren't expecting that, but uh, kind of uh, something that had been rumored. Where, where did you? I need to see the tweet, Robbie. Who, who's who's got that? Is he that, he just tweeted it. Well, now I got to figure out how to spell Jaquarius again. G e o r apostrophe q u a r i u s. Right, right. So anyway, uh, Spivey had transferred from state to Arizona State, then transferred again to TCU, now a grad transfer, and with Mississippi State back on the tight end train, decides to come home. This has kind of been rumored ever since he got back into the portal that it was going to be this way. I think it's a good pickup. You get a guy who is familiar with your personnel, if nothing else. Now you not be overly familiar with your system, um, but... I always thought Spivey was a decent player. You know, yeah, he was playing out of position as last year at Mississippi State as a wide receiver, and still made a few catches here and there. Especially, he had a huge egg bowl, as I recall. Yeah, he was getting better. He was getting better, but it was just one of those things where, like, you just need a tight end in the air raid, and I, I couldn't blame him at all for leaving. But the big physical target. I remember when State was recruiting him in high school, um, and the, the potential was was there for him. And he just didn't have the opportunities at Mississippi state later on in his career. This is, I think a really good pickup because you get a guy that has played, you know, Rylan Godey has not played much at Georgia and he's been hurt. Jaquarius Spivey has been playing some with TCU. He's been giving some good minutes there. So this should help Mississippi state kind of bridge that gap 
to be able to go out there and recruit some legit tight ends in the next few recruiting classes. Yeah, between Spivey and and, and Goody, you're you I feel like you're good there. And you know, and then, you don't have to stretch to put all these guys at different positions. Exactly. I assume Spivey is kind of the same thing. It won't be here for the spring, but we'll uh we'll be here in the fall. And and you know, it's going to be have to be a quick acclimation for them, no question about it. But these are these are veteran. Both these guys are veteran players. They know what's required of them to get through the football season. They'll come into to camp ready to go and go from there. So that's a good that's a good addition for Mississippi State, a second veteran tight end. Uh for the Bulldogs, and I agree that it's a good bridge between you know what you're going to have to do in recruiting and what you're going to do. I, I think they'll probably be back in the portal next year for another tight end just to continue until they can get a freshman or in there and, and get him co- coached up and developed the way they want to go. So good, good pickup for the Bulldogs there. All right. I'm sorry to, to to deter us from baseball. I feel like we had we had said everything we needed to say though. Yeah, I agree. No, no, you, the timing was good. All right. Massive weekend for Mississippi State sports, uh, starting like we said uh, with the with the SEC women's tournament, which will, like I said, the first game will already been played. Again, my apologies if I jinxed anything. Um, Thanks a lot. Shut up. Just shut up. And then uh, baseball all weekend long. Remember to go to d1baseball.com. They've got the information on how to stream that, and they've got a code for Mississippi State fans to uh, to stream that and get a discount. And then uh, basketball, Mississippi State Vanderbilt. Kind of do or die. It's already survived in advance for the for the Bulldogs, so we'll see how it all goes. Whatever happens, Robbie and I will be back to talk about it on Sunday evening, so we look forward to talking to you guys again then. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi Media Production.